first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT. And he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast with the Indianapolis Colts through seven weeks. Set at five and two. Uh, kind of ironic, considering last year they were in the same spot at 5-2. and two. But in this video, Derek and I, myself, are going to discuss why we are more confident in this 5-2 and two Indianapolis squad here in 2020, as opposed to the squad in 2019. So Derek, start us off, man. What is the first reason why you are the more confident in this team as opposed to the team last year? Well, I think for me, it has a lot to do with the defense. I mean, I think that's the that's pretty much a given for anyone that's watched Indianapolis. We knew that last season, you know, the defense was slightly above average for the NFL standard. So they were pretty good, but, you know, nothing really set them apart. But this year, obviously, the defense has, you know, really stepped it up. And one thing that I know you and I were looking at and I was wanting to uh, figure out, here's a key stat, which we'll get into a couple here in this video, but the big one here is the Colts are actually tied for fifth in the NFL in turnover differential with a plus five. And, you know, anytime you're in the positive for turnover differential, more than likely you're going to be winning a good portion of games, especially if, you know, you're if you're a plus five or above, I mean, only six teams are doing that. So, I mean, Indianapolis does a good job of taking care of the football and also does a really good job of taking away the football on defense. I mean, we've seen that this year where the Colts have had, you know, they've had 11 interceptions. They lead the NFL in that category. And the fumble numbers haven't been there, ironically, because over the last two seasons, I mean, the Colts have actually – uh, led the NFL in forced fumbles or were one of the best squads enforcing fumbles. But this year, that's not been the case. It's been all interceptions. But again, this defensive squad is one re- one of the main reasons why I feel this team uh, is a little bit more uh, adapted to win these games that are close because, you know, when you have a defense that's now amongst the tops of the NFL, you're going to be in just about every game that you play. So that's one big reason why I think this this squad is a little better than the one that we had last season. Yeah, and just a reminder for those people uh, who are wondering, okay, what happened after that 5-2 and two start last year? Well, the Colts, they had a major backslide the second half of the season. Jacoby Brissett got hurt for a couple games there. The Colts ended up, really, they ended up with a losing record somehow out of 5-2. Out of and two. They went 7-9 and nine somehow. So really, uh, a lot of things didn't go right. And, you know, we talked about it, Derek. You know, you talked about this defense. I mean, this defense this year, you mentioned some of these things. They're third in points allowed, first in total yards allowed. Uh, They're eighth in takeaways. And you mentioned that that's down. You know, their first interceptions, eighth in takeaways because of the lack of forced fumbles. But still, they're they're turning the ball over multiple times per game. Um, You know, they're doing great. And also one thing uh, that doesn't really stand out because the Colts aren't 
necessarily, I would say, great at sacking the quarterback in terms of numbers right now, but the pressure rate is, you know, pretty much pretty good. Top 10, eight, number eight right now in the league in, in terms of pressure percentage. Um, and also one thing that stands out, their first in percentage of drives ending in a turnover. That mm-hmm. is huge for this defense. They're, they're forcing teams to turn the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. Um, you know, they're ob- obviously they're great against the rush as well. They just, they just have, to, have done a great job at stopping the run against a lot of these teams so far. Yeah. Uh, so another thing that really stands out to me, why I think the Colts this year are in a lot better position than they were last year it's just first off, um, you know, the point differential. I think that's the one of the biggest factors to why this team right now, we feel a lot better about this team because you look at this right now. So last year in 2019, at this point, with the five wins the Colts had, they averaged four points per victory. This year in the five wins they have, they've averaged triple that, 15.6 points is the margin of victory. That is huge for what the Colts want to do moving forward because it's like, yeah, maybe some people have argued you haven't played the best teams. You haven't played those upper echelon teams. Those teams are coming. But the thing is, the teams that you have played that you're supposed to go out there and beat by double digits and really pound into the ground, you've been able to do that so far beyond a few kind of games that were a little bit off script from what you've done throughout the season. So overall, I think that is a big factor. And that ultimately comes from just being able to pass the football. I mean, the Colts this season are so much better in passing the football than they were last season. Last season through five games, they had, they had 1,522 passing yards, which was 217 passing yards per game. This season alone, they have 1,860 passing yards. They're averaging 265 yards per game. So the Colts are pushing the ball down the field a lot more than they were last year. The quarterback play is substantially better in terms of the vertical threat. Um, So I think that is huge as well. Uh, Derek, what are some other reasons why you feel like this Colts team, We there's a lot more confidence that you feel like you have in this team. What are some other reasons, other stats that back this up? Yeah, I mean, it basically comes down to Phillip Rivers. You know, everyone has been saying it, that Phillip Rivers has added a new element to this passing game. Like you said, per uh, per game last season, you know, we're up over 50 yards uh, per game when it comes to the passing yards on average per game. So, you know, 50 yards for a quarterback, that's another drive or two where, you know, you're moving down the field. So that's another drive or two worth of passing yards that can change the, or, um, influence the outcome of a game. So again, it's been great to see Philip Rivers just add to this, uh, just add to this passing game. You know, the ball has been thrown around a lot more to a lot of different guys. So again, it's been harder to game plan. Philip Rivers isn't missing some of those wide open options that we saw a lot of last year when it came to Jacoby Brissett. So again, just the passing offense at times, it's been a little suspect, but it's been a lot more efficient this year. And that's another reason why I'm confident in the Colts because, you know, when you, especially in today's NFL, right? Today's NFL is all about the passing game because that that is how the NFL wants to see things nowadays. 
And you know, with the Colts, you're not going to get, you're not going to get 350, 400 yards like some of these other quarterbacks every game, but you can consistently see Phillip Rivers getting 250 to 300 yards every game. And he's starting to feel more comfortable in the way he's approaching it. So again, it seems like, it seemed like at the beginning of last year, Jacoby Brissett was on fire the first seven weeks because, you know, he had a couple games where he was over 300 yards. He looked pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But then, you know, when that Steelers game came around and he got a little messed up with the ankle, he just never really looked the same after that. Just his confidence was gone. His form was gone. Whether it was the foot where he couldn't plant his foot properly or something that was messing up his throws, whatever it was, it, it, the passing game went from good to being bad. feels like the Colts passing offense is going from, it's still trying to figure itself out to now it feels like this offense is starting to finally get where it wants to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've scored more points and they've allowed less points at this point in the season. I mean, we thought this team was looking pretty good last year at this point, but you know, it's like, there's just, so much more evidence that this team is heading in a better direction than that team was last year. Um, you know, they're healthier. I feel like at this point, um, I feel like they're just more confident in who they are They They have an identity on defense, which they, you know, they, they showed flashes. Like there was a couple games last year, that Kansas city game um, and a few others, you know, that Denver game as well, where that defense really showed flashes, but overall it was very hit and miss a lot of times. Whereas this yeah. year, the defense has shown consistently Beyond really week one in Jacksonville in that first quarter against the Bengals, they have shown that they are a very, very sound unit overall. And I've been really, really impressed by what they've done so far. Um, and I just think, yeah, there's just a, a lot more confidence, a lot more veteran leadership. That's not going to show up always on the stats, but just that veteran leadership in the locker room that they have, that accountability that they have, that they didn't have last year. I think that's huge for what this unit wants to do moving forward. And, uh, you know, I think that is something that Frank Reich and Chris Ballard said uh, with this team last year. The reason for that backslide is because they were just looking at it and saying, man, we're five and two. We're going to make the playoffs. And they lost track of where they needed to go. You know, that whole one and no mentality. They really lost it last year. And that's a big reason for that backslide. And, and I don't feel like this team is going to do that again. They have too many veteran guys back there. They, they have experience now on what that looks like if you take focus you look long-term instead of looking at the next game. Uh, they they know what that is, and I feel like they're not going to make that mistake again with Frank Reich and, and this offense. They're not going to allow – in this team, they're not going to allow uh, the team to do that again. I, I just really feel like with the, with the added veterans they have, it just – it doesn't seem really possible for them to do that again in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You, you said it, the veterans being added. You don't lose – you don't lose the perspective – as often because like you said this team is still really young they still have one of the younger rosters in the nfl and sometimes you're right young guys when you don't have that experience and you get a certain mentality you feel some type of way all of a sudden you forget that this is the nfl and every week it changes everything is different and you're right guys like philip rivers xavier rhodes deforest buckner it guys like that that just remind guys that you can't have this mindset we have to come into this week thinking that this is the game that's going to put us in the playoffs every single week it has to be that way and another reason why i feel that there's so much more confident about this team going forward 
this season versus last season, the defensive line play. Like yeah. you said, the sack numbers have not been amazing. I mean, they've been about average for uh, for sake of you know the rest of the NFL. But you're right, the pressure rating and the amount of times we get uh, close to hitting the quarterback or hitting the quarterback as they're throwing, it's amongst the best in the NFL. So I feel like if you can continue that success, that later on in games, especially in, in pivotal ones like what we're about to see here in Baltimore, stuff like that helps you sustain more success later on in the season. And it's helped this defense so much over this season. I think it's just going to continue to do it. That's another reason why I'm confident. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think just adding a player, you you know, you added a couple players that I feel like you just didn't have last year uh, with Xavier Rhodes, with the Forrest Buckner, all those kind of guys that just take your defense to another level. I mean, they're veteran guys that really have added a new piece to this defense, a new wrinkle to this defense that already had some decent players on it. Um, so I just feel like, yeah, there's just a lot of reasons why, you know, just an added talent I think is huge as well. And you mentioned just going back to Phillip Rivers really quick. You know, you mentioned this passing offense. It's had its moments where it's been good, where it's not been so good. But I think the cool thing is we feel like it's still just scratching the surface on where it can be. The yeah. last two games we feel like, they finally started to find their stride a little bit. And that's with a couple games that Phillip Rivers, you know, especially that Cleveland Browns game, Phillip Rivers did not look good at all. Um, the Colts really struggled to pass the football. But we feel like now they're starting to find themselves a little bit in the passing game. You know, the last two games, over 250 yards, only one turnover, six touchdowns from Phillip Rivers. We feel like he's just now earning, you know, figuring it out a little bit, getting comfortable with this team around him. And yeah, he's just not afraid to, to make those, those, risky throws and some of those throws that you need on your offense. Whereas we saw Jacoby Brissett a lot of times hesitate to make those throws. So overall, I, I feel a lot more confident in this team for all those reasons we listed. I'm sure there's other reasons as well, but overall, and also you don't have a kicking debacle as well. You don't have, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, don't have, have to worry about, about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, I mean, that was certainly, that was certainly huge. Vinatieri, yeah. that was an issue all season. And I'm going to go back to the defense one more time. Okay. I, I know I've been talking so much about this defense, but again, guys, it's just so good to finally talk about a defense in Indianapolis. For so many years, we didn't have one. I mean, I'll say this too, Cody, and you can understand it, but it kind of seeps under the radar as to why this team is progressing at every level. Remember how I said that this team is one of the youngest rosters in the NFL? Well, also... With that being said, these young guys have another year of experience under their belt. They have that more experience. They're getting more comfortable, not to mention the veterans are helping these guys come out. I mean, Rocky Asin having one of the having a great sophomore year. I mean, he has been phenomenal. He's looked really good coming back from injury. He has not lost a step at all. He actually looks like he's better from everything that was going on. Bobby Okariki taking a huge step. I mean, we thought he was, you know, really good last year. Bobby Okariki has really taken the rise. And same with your guy, Kari Willis. Right. Last season, we thought he was really good. And the numbers were like, oh, uh, they were about average at best. This season, he's looked so dang good. So it's like all these young guys that... You know, we thought played pretty well last year, given the circumstances of they were young, they're they're rookies, guys coming in. 
this from their rookie season to their sophomore season, especially on the defensive side, all of them have t- have risen up to the occasion with all these veterans now. I mean, it gives you a lot of uh, hope that, you know, compared to last season, these guys have all this extra experience now. So they, it, it seems like they just won't get phased against uh, tough teams that we're about to face. Yeah, and I think the difference is last year the Colts had a superstar in linebacker, Darius Leonard, obviously. Beyond that, I mean, you could it would be a stretch to say last year any of the other guys on defense you would consider stars, right? But yeah. this year the Colts have DeForest Buckner, right? They have Darius Leonard. Bobby Okariki's turning into a stud. They have Corey Willis, you mentioned. Xavier Rose, who's having a great season. Julian Blackman, who's just been incredible, one of one of the front runners for Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Uh, there's so many players right now that you could just look at this defense from top to bottom and be like, I don't see a glaring weakness on this defense. And we right. couldn't say that last year about this defense. I mean, questions about Malik Hooker, questions about Pierre Desir, questions about the three technique. None of those are concerns anymore. Ballard has gone on and he's addressed them. We gotta we gotta mention Kenny Moore on this defense. He is a star. We did miss that one. It, it's hard to forget Kenny Moore. He is a star. Just half the time we don't get to see him because of the position that he plays. But yes, Kenny Moore is also another one to add to that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many guys you could say you could just keep going down. Like, oh, well, they have that guy. Oh, he's pretty good. Oh, mm-hmm. they have that guy. It's just like it never ends, and they they have so much more depth too, which is good. Yes, it's so huge for this defense because if an injury happens. Like we saw with Darius Leonard, gosh, if you think about that last year, what would have happened if Darius Leonard would have missed multiple games? We saw it when he missed some games. It was bad. It was, it was not bad, yeah. Yeah, it was um, definitely bad. So the Colts just have so much depth that you could feel like, okay, Rakiusen misses a couple games. Okay, TJ Carey, you can go in there, and you can do a pretty decent job as well. So there's just from start to finish, from top to bottom, this Colts defense and really this Colts offense, I feel like there's just so much more depth. You lose your you know your starting wide receivers. You lose your starting running back, and you can still function on offense. Um, and I think that is huge. And credit to Chris Ballard for what he did. He made it pretty clear after the season last year. He was mad at himself for not giving his team and not giving his coaching staff enough depth. He has done that so well this offseason. So well this offseason. So great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I am so excited. We are so excited about the potential of this Colts five and two team. Uh, we, for all the reasons we mentioned, we are so much more confident. This is a playoff team. We feel like this is a team that can make a push into the playoffs. They're playing some harder teams, but we feel like they can compete and we feel like they really could make some noise in the AFC playoffs when they get the opportunity later on down the season, as we're entering the midway point here in the season. So we'll see what happens. We don't feel like the Colts are going to have a collapse like they did last year. Uh, For all those reasons, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Do you feel the same way? Are you as confident in the 5-2 2020 Colts as we are? Let us know. That'll do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. 